You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Beth Adams. New York State is banning natural gas stoves and furnaces in most new buildings in an effort to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. The law negotiated by Governor Kathy Hochul and her fellow Democrats in the legislature puts the state in the forefront of states targeting emissions from buildings. On Tuesday, Hochul clarified what the new law means. So this is just new buildings. Again, I want to be very clear. I know people love to misinterpret this, but people with existing gas stoves, you're welcome to keep them. Stay where you are. Do what you please. When the phase-in starts in 2026, new buildings will need equipment that runs on electricity like induction ranges and heat pumps. This includes hospitals, restaurants, and other settings. Government efforts to wean society off fossil fuel burning equipment, especially gas stoves, have been slammed by Republicans and other opponents as heavy handed infringements on consumer choice. But environmentalists say climate goals cannot be reached without addressing homes and businesses. Members of the Let New York Vote Coalition were in Albany Tuesday pressing lawmakers to pass a package of voting rights bills before the end of session. The proposals cover absentee voting due to illness, same-day registration, and requirements for clear and coherent language on ballots. And this important legislation will help ensure that fewer people find themselves standing at the ballot box, scratching their heads, and wondering exactly what their yes or no vote will be. That's Nye Whitaker, president and CEO of the Planned Parenthood Empire State Acts. The package also contains a measure that would allow nonpartisan groups to provide food and water to voters waiting in line at the polls. An investigation by the Albany Times Union found hundreds of examples of in-school corporal punishment that have been substantiated in New York schools in recent years. In response, the State Education Department proposed changes in its regulations on corporal punishment, which is already banned in public schools. Here's Commissioner Angelique Johnson-Dingle speaking on Public Radio's Capitol Press Room. There are times where you may need to restrain a child, but it's only to make sure that they are not harming themselves or harming others. The amended regulations would also prohibit the use of seclusion and the use of physical restraint if a student was lying face down. If the amendments are adopted following public hearings and a 60-day public comment period, they could be in place by the next school year. Rochester's teen court is marking 25 years. The program gives nonviolent teen offenders a chance to have their offense removed from their record. They have to face a jury of their peers who determine community service and other restorative steps that must be taken. Tyshawna Clark is the program director of teen court. She told WXXI's Evan Dawson, there is growing data showing that the program decreases recidivism. In my two years of being in this program director role, I've only had three young people who've reoffended. Out of how many who've come through? We see at least three to five young people every month, and I'm still in constant contact with them. Teen court is overseen by a U.S. district court judge. While federal courts are still considering the fate of the abortion pill Mifepristone, local abortion rights supporters are doing their part to safeguard reproductive health care rights. WXXI health reporter Raquel Stephen has the story. It's been almost a month since a federal judge in Texas issued a ruling revoking FDA approval of the medication. The judge cited safety concerns. Representatives from Planned Parenthood of Central and Western New York joined Congressman Joe Morelli on Tuesday to issue a call to action to seize the attempt to ban mifepristone. 
This is not about safety. This drug has been approved and tested time and time again for over 20 years. Almost 5 million individuals have used this safely since 2000. This is about other people trying to control our bodies and trying to control our futures. Maddie Donovan is the vice president of public and executive affairs for Planned Parenthood. She said the ban will affect underserved communities the most. These attacks exacerbate the maternal mortality crisis that has most deeply impacted black women in this country. Morelli and more than 200 of his colleagues have filed an amicus brief with the Supreme Court. Raquel Stephen, WXXI News. You can find more local news on our website, wxxinews.org.